When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the FPL Tips video for game week 15 on Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Rich and we're going to be going through four different tips ahead of the deadline um, for game week 15. So we're going to once again touch upon the suspension tightrope. Now this is probably, well, it's going to be the final game week we have to worry about that until after the World Cup anyway. We're going to go through Tony replacements. He was on the tightrope last week. He's now suspended and then he's got Man City. So a lot of people are looking to sell Tony if they have that luxury. We're going to go over the teams to target for those last two fixtures. So the teams we're going to be looking to buy players from, because like as I mentioned, we've got two game weeks to go until the World Cup. So this is a, it's almost like the end of the season, um, you know, when you're just targeting two game weeks and then we're going to have a nice long break. And then we're going to go into the game week 15 captaincy, which is a little bit more muddy this week because we don't know what's going on with Haaland. So I'm recording this. It's Tuesday night. Um, Haaland, as expected, Pep's confirmed, hasn't trained ahead of the Champions League but we probably didn't expect him to to feature in the Champions League anyway. So we've got a little discussion on the Game Week 15 captaincy. As always, we're going to be using stats from the Fantasy Football Scout members area. We're going to be using things like Rate My Team. We're going to be using the Fixture Ticker. If you enjoy these videos, remember to like the video and to subscribe. But let's get straight into it. So I don't want to dwell too long on this because it is probably the final game week we have to worry about this. But we had a few players suspended last week that were on four, four yellow cards. So for example, Bruno Fernandes and Tony, as, as we mentioned. So it's just worth being aware of these. So Saliba and Jesus are still the only two um, on this list from, from Arsenal. And it's also worth mentioning, actually, if you go on Fantasy Football Scout on the website, it's on the right-hand side. You can access this yourself, or you could just pause the video. Um, we still got Jacob Ramsey still there from Villa. We've got Mepham and Adam Smith from Bournemouth. Hickey at Brentford. McAllister um, at Brighton. So I know a few people have got him because he's on penalties. Mark Gahey, um, very popular enable for Palace. He's managed to survive another week. We've got Anana at Everton. Now, a new new entry to this is Mitrovic from Fulham. Harrison Reed is still there, that popular enabler from Fulham. And Tete as well. Dallow is the only player left on four yellow cards from Man United. Now, as we mentioned, Bruno Fernandes picked up his fifth yellow card. And he'll be suspended for game week 15. Fabian Shah, another very popular player at Newcastle. He's the only asset at Newcastle and he survives another week. Um, just worth bearing that in mind. If you're looking at Newcastle defenders, Botman's probably the one to go for. If you haven't got Trippier, of course. Forrest have still got the three players. They've got Cook, McKenna and Worrell. I don't think many people have them. Spurs, Bentacur was on there last week. But Harry Kane, he was on three yellow cards last week. He's now on four. So another striker that we need to be aware of. And then we've got West Ham. We've got Cairo as well. 
So I, th- I think the key ones that have popped up this week, um, obviously we discussed the Arsenal assets last week, like Saliba and Jesus. Um, they remain there. So the two key ones is strikers again. So Mitrovic of Fulham, he joins Jesus with four yellow cards and Kane as well. So we're going to discuss Tony replacements in a little bit, but and they're going to feature prominently within that. But it's just worth bearing in mind. I mean, a lot of people are looking to sell Mitrovic anyway. He's got City away this week, as we know. And then he's got a game at home to Man United. Um, and Kane, he's on four yellow cards as well. So just be aware. Because, I mean, maybe people would be considering Kane this week if Haaland is ruled out later in the week. So I didn't want to go into too much depth on that. You know, we've discussed it a lot. But the strikers have become even more risky, is the tip here. Mitrovic and Kane have joined Jesus on the suspension tightrope. But this is the last week we need to worry about it until after the World Cup. So anyone that gets that fifth yellow card this week will miss game week 16. But then we're on unlimited free transfers anyway. And these yellow cards, they will carry over until a team has played 19 games. So not game week 19, until a team has played 19 games. Let's get on to the Tony replacement. So he was a casualty of that suspension tightrope this week. He was a very popular player. I think he's about a third a third of players in the top 10K own Tony. So they're probably going to be looking to, to replace him because that fixture in game week 16 is, is Man City. So a bit like Mitrovic has got this week, he's got Man City. Tony then ends up with the same fate. So I think he's quite an easy sell this week. The problem is... We, I, so I've sorted, um, I've made a table. So for those listening, um, it's sorted by XGI. These are all strikers under 8.5 million. Now, the problem is that the top two players are also on that suspension type rope. So we've got Jesus, who we discussed last week, came in with a nine pointer this week. We could have had more, to be honest. He's on 8.55 XGI and tops the table over his 12 appearances. He's on four yellow cards. He's closely followed by Mitrovic, who's on 8.46 XGI. A lot of that has been propped up by penalties. So I would say Jesus is clear of Mitrovic. And I think Jesus' fixtures are slightly better. So you could look at at those players. If you can avoid that yellow card this week, I think Jesus, despite having a tougher fixture, I, I I would quite fancy that. But you're moving, you're moving off Tony onto another player on four yellow cards. So you could end up with the same question next week. I mean, maybe we'll be doing a video of best Jesus or best Mitrovic replacements again. So if you if your rest of your squad's quite good, maybe you could have the luxury of doing Tony to Jesus. But I think there's a standout player. And after after his 19 points this week, we've got Callum Wilson. He's just behind. So Tony's on 8.16 XGI. He's played an extra fixture compared to Jesus and Mitrovic. Um, and he's actually paid four fixtures more than Wilson, who trails him um, in fourth place at 6.64 XGI. So despite playing less games, Wilson looks an incredible replacement. Obviously, coming off a 19-pointer, he's not exactly under the radar. If you have... A lot of people are tripled up already. Like A lot of people have Pope and Trippio, for example. You might already have Botman, or you might have Almiron, who we've discussed in a couple of these videos already. So, I mean, I wouldn't go doing a hit to get to Wilson, but it seems like a very, very easy move if you you know if you've only got two Newcastle or one Newcastle player just to bring in Wilson for Tony. So that would be the absolute standout for me. Um, there's not many other players that really, really wanted to highlight. Um, I looked at Bamford. He's on 4.33 xGI. Obviously, another 90-minute man on penalties, which exactly is what Tony is. It's also what Wilson is. But the problem with Bamford is, I mean, he's he's been quite injury prone, not just this season, but in previous seasons. 
and I mean, he, he, his first touch looked absolutely horrific the other, the other day, to, to put it bluntly. He looked a little bit rusty. And I don't know if I trust Bamford. You know, I don't know if I trust him, first of all, to start. And I don't know if I trust that he's up to, up to his best at the moment. But I mean, you could consider Bamford, you know, as, as a punt. You could also consider another player not on this list, and that's, that's Calvert-Lewin. If you wanted to really drop down... Um, you could look at Solanke, but he's just, I mean, he's way down on the list. He's below Daka, for example, on 2.52 XGI. We assume he's a 90-minute man on, on penalties. However, you know, he can be prone to, to dropping deeper as well. And w- while we assume he's on penalties, because he was on penalties last year, there's a couple of Bournemouth fans saying maybe Tavernier's on, on penalties. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if you want to drop down because it's going to enable something else, Solanke, he's not a bad replacement. And Skamaka is another one I wanted to briefly touch on. 2.23 XGI. He Obviously, he plays a lot of reduced minutes. Antonio's a bit of a risk to him. We don't know if he's on penalties. Some people think because Bowen's not on penalties, Skamaka could be. But I think Antonio is a massive risk to him. So I don't like him either. So to sum this up, it's not looking that great for, for replacements. If you can get to Callum Wilson, I think that's obvious. I think just do it. You know, don't do hits though to remove like Botman or Almiron or Pope to do it. But if you can, go straight to Tony. He's nailed. He's on penalties. There's no risk of him being suspended because he's not on four yellow cards. Um, yeah, I think he's the best one. I, th- I guess there is another alternative where you could downgrade to like a 4.3 striker and completely restructure. I think the only problem with that is we've only got two game weeks left now. So it's very hard to restructure. It's it's very hard to justify big hits as well when you're looking at those just two game weeks. And talking of two game weeks, um, we're going to look at teams to target for those last two fixtures. So what I've got on screen for those listening on the podcast, it's basically the Fantasy Football Scout members area. You can customise the table. So the, the FDR, so the fixture difficulty rating. So I've customised it so over game weeks 15 and 16 and I've sorted by you know fixtures, fixture difficulty basically. And yeah, looking at this, Everton, Everton are top. Everton have got Leicester at home and Bournemouth away. But then straight after them, I think the most obvious team to target is Manchester City. And we're going to talk about them more in the next tip. But they've got Fulham at home and Brentford at home. Um, it's, the, it's having those two home games. It's not just to fix the quality, it's the fact they're at home. So we're going to talk about Man City in a little bit. I think with Everton, you could... I mean, Patterson, he's back from injury now, but he didn't start. Coleman started and Lampard made some good comments about Coleman. So I don't think it's worth bringing Patterson in. And I don't even think it's worth, you know, using your transfers on defenders. Looking at this, there's a lot of cheap defenders. I mean, for example, we've got Brighton defenders. Brighton have got Wolves away and Villa at home. We've got the Newcastle defenders that we mentioned earlier. Southampton away and Chelsea at home. While it's a very average um, out of these 20 teams, I think it's more than sufficient. So I think we're going to be looking more at the attacking players. Bournemouth are in third. Leeds away, Everton at home. Again, it's one away, then one home. That's why Solanke you know, could be a replacement for Wilson. Um, then we've got Brighton. Again, Wolves away, followed by Villa at home. Again, I think it's going to be the defenders. Now, Trossard... He's obviously trolled a lot of people. Um, he scores when you don't expect him to. He scored in you know the most difficult fixtures he's got, including that hat trick against Liverpool. I think he could be a potential player we look to bring in for those for those final games. I mean, Wolves away. Wolves, you know, they're not a high scoring team, but they don't let many in either. So it could even be one we look to revisit next week. 
um, when Trossard has the better game in game week 16, Aston Villa at home. Man United um, are very popular at the moment. A lot of people are talking about them. The problem is Dallow is obviously on four yellow cards. Bruno Fernandes is suspended. Also, both of their games are away from home. So the away to Villa and away to Fulham as well. So I think I'd want to be looking at teams that have two two home games. And right below Man United, there's two. So there's Forest, Brentford at home, Palace at home. I don't know really who you can go for here. Now, Henderson as a goalkeeper, you're probably not going to be doing a goalkeeper transfer. Um, and what's going on with the strikers? I don't know if Brennan Johnson or Arinoe are nailed. Um, they could be great options again but I just don't know what the minutes are going to be like um, so I'd probably avoid them I'd prefer Solanke to go in for a forest striker then we've got West Ham they've got two you know really good home fixtures so Crystal Palace at home and Leicester at home as well Palace are pretty poor away from home Leicester while they've approved, improved recently I'd, I'd like to have some West Ham assets if possible so I know people have got players like Zuma brilliant pick you might play him in, in both weeks um, and Bowen, if you've held Bowen, you know, last week the site obviously crashed. You might still have Bowen. I think despite the fact he might not be on penalties and the quote suggests he's not going to be on penalties, I'd still, you know, I'd really be happy with having Bowen. And in fact, when we mentioned Trossard earlier, I feel like Trossard against Bowen is an interesting conversation. And because West Ham have two home games, whereas Brighton only have one home game, I think I'd favour Bowen over, over Trossard. Um, Newcastle. Southampton away, Chelsea at home. I think they're brilliant. You know, get three if you, if you can. Don't do hits to do it. Don't remove any to rejig them. But if you've got the defenders, perfect. If you've got attackers like Almiron or Wilson, absolutely perfect as well. I just wanted to finally touch upon Arsenal um, before before we move on to the to the last segment. So Arsenal got Chelsea away, who obviously Chelsea lost heavily um, to Brighton at the weekend. And then they got Wolves away. So while it's two fixtures, but I mean, I think Arsenal looks so good at the moment that I wouldn't be scared. You know, I wouldn't be selling Arsenal players. If Saka's injured, feel free. But I'm going to be holding on to my Arsenal assets. I think they defy the fixtures with the form they're in at the moment. So we're going to move on now. Well, we'll just sum that up. So there's two game weeks to target. Man City, we not we didn't talk about them that much there. But the tip is to triple up on Man City. Wait and see if we get any leaks on Saturday and don't be fooled by the Arsenal and Newcastle fixtures. So, yeah, let's just get straight into the captain and you'll see why I keep mentioning Man, Man City. So we're going to do a couple of different screens um, for those watching on the video for the captaincy this week. So we've got on the screen um, for those watching, it's the Fantasy Football Ski Scout Rate My Team. So that's the projected points um, for all the assets just for game week 15. Now, obviously, there's a lot up in the air at the moment because we don't know what's going on with Haaland. Um, and Man City players, because Pep's notoriously difficult to predict, the minutes might be a little skewed here. But I think what's key is we've got Haaland is still top at 7.92. If he plays, I think he's the clear captain. Then it's followed by De Bruyne at 6.27, Cancelo 5.30, Salah 5.21. Then we've got Foden at 4.92, just ahead of Kane. What's interesting here is the obvious thing here is Man City are absolutely dominating the Rate My Team tool. And because we might get some leaks nearer the deadline, we could potentially up the minutes um, for Man City players and be more confident that players we bring in are going to play. So I think the captaincy discussion this week and what this highlights is going to be Man City. 
So what I decided to do was actually put together another table for this segment and not just rely on the Rate My Team tool this week. So what I've done is I've created a table um, for Manchester City assets and I've sorted by XGI. Now, no surprise, Haaland is top 11.67, just ahead of De Bruyne, who's, I mean, quite a way, quite a way behind with 7.81. And De Bruyne has played, obviously, uh, an extra game or featured in an extra game um, than Haaland as well. What's key here, and I mentioned briefly on it last week comparing De Bruyne to Salah, is while De Bruyne's XGI is almost eight, five and a half of that is assists. Only 2.37 is actual XG for De Bruyne. So on average, over the season, he'd be expected to score 2.37 goals. Obviously, XG with someone, you know, that free kick he scored at the weekend against Ward, you know, that's unbelievable. That's going to be very, very low XG. So it's, it's worth bearing that in mind as well. So I think this shows Haaland is the clear best captain option. But De Bruyne, you know, if you're happy with those assists and he's very good on bonus points, and if Haaland is out, De Bruyne could potentially be the best captain for this game week. Foden is behind De Bruyne by about two and a half. So he's down on 5.12 XGI. And there's a huge drop off to the rest. So once you get beyond Haaland, De Bruyne and Foden, you're looking at Bernardo Silva at 2.9, Gundogan 2.82, Grealish at 2, Mares 1.86, Cancelo is way down on last season, only 1.51 over you know 12 appearances this season. There's an interesting one that I wanted to discuss, and that's Alvarez. Uh, it's hard because we're recording this on Tuesday night. We have no idea if Haaland's going to play or not. We have no idea if Haaland doesn't play, does Alvarez play again? And I believe against Leicester, Alvarez didn't have any shots. Um, but over his 10 appearances, and obviously Alvarez has not played that many minutes, his XGI is 1.08. So, it's, I mean, it's not great. But then if you're playing number nine for City, if Haaland's out, Alvarez could be a real tempter because we were just talking about, obviously, Tony replacements. Alvarez could be a bit of a wild card potentially, a wild card replacement you know, if you're not already tripled up or if you're looking to remove Haaland. So I think the captaincy discussion, if Haaland plays, you know, it's obvious. You you go you go for you go for Haaland. If you can get to De Bruyne and Haaland's out, I think he's the second best option. Alvarez could be a crazy punt. I think Foden is still um well within the discussion if we get news that Foden is likely to start. And obviously it's worth looking at the Champions League minutes looking at Pep's press conferences, like Neil does a really, really good video on Fantasy Football Scout. I believe it's on Friday afternoons going through those Pep, you know, press conferences. Um, outside of that, you know, we if we go back to the Rate My Team tool, if you don't want to camp to a Man City player, and I can't give a firm answer on that now without more news, I mean, Salah is, is still up there and, and so's Kane. So you could just go for those ge- you know, general big hitters. Um, I know Tony's on the screen, but obviously he's suspended. So we'd have to wipe him out. Then you've got people like Sterling, Son, Bowen, um, a little bit lower down. I, th- I think you'll be mad not to go for a Man City player. But otherwise, I think it's the regular premium. So you'll be looking at Salah and Kane. You've got those 90-minute men on penalties. But thanks a lot for joining me this week. Please remember to like and subscribe. I always appreciate any feedback on the video. Good luck for game week 15. And I'll be back next week for the final game week of the first half of the season.